Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. In 2011, I had the biggest scare of my life. I was sitting at my desk, and I thought to myself, I was in corporate America, and I thought to myself, I I was working so hard, I was keeping lists in my head. I would have a list a mile long and I was so stressed and so overwhelmed and so frustrated. And I remember sitting at my desk and in my office and I remember I just started crying. And I started to think to myself, is this what my life is really gonna be about? Is my tombstone gonna say she was a really hard worker? And I thought, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. And I just broke down. And my best friend came in and said, what's going on? And I said to her, I said, Ness, I can't do this. I can't. I am so stressed. I am so frustrated. I've never experienced anxiety before, but I have it. (laughs) And I said, I just don't know what to do. I don't want to die and have not achieved anything and have somebody say, oh, she was a really hard worker. She worked 80 hours a week. She was, she was a hard worker. And about a week later, I had the worst headache of my entire life and couldn't understand what my husband was saying, couldn't understand what Vanessa was saying, and just remember I just couldn't put pieces together as far as what was happening around me. And then I had the worst neck pain of my entire life. And I just remember getting the phone call from the doctor after going to get an MRI and him saying, you need to go to the hospital now. I'm sending an ambulance. You have a potentially you're going to have an, uh, you have an aneurysm. And if the vein, if the artery goes, it's going to be fatal. So we need to get you to the hospital now. And The next thing I know, and I I begged and begged and begged. I was like, please don't let me go in the ambulance. I don't want to go in the ambulance. My best friend will take me. And I remember Vanessa driving me to the hospital and she was flying and I was panicking. I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't move my neck and I just didn't understand. And she's, as we're driving, she's going, look at that restaurant. We should go eat there. That would be amazing. Look at that. How about this one? And I was just freaking out. And we get to the hospital, and as soon as we got there, I said, my name's Teresa Galetta at the time. My name is Teresa Galetta, and um, Dr. Shaw sent me in, and they knew exactly who I was. And the next thing I knew, I was rushed back. I was rushed in for a CT scan, and I found out that I had a series of TIAs, which are small strokes, and I had a vertebral artery dissection, which means, and it was the full length of my neck, the artery in my neck was torn. And 
just was so floored as to how this happened. I mean, I was, I was 36, 35 at the time. Wait, what year is it? 34. I was 34. Um, and just didn't understand really what was happening. Well, the one thing that they said was, cause they, they got sent home. Normally they do surgery, but they didn't do surgery in this case because it was too long of a, um, it was the entire length of my neck, which would have been a lot of metal in there when they put stents in. Um, so I got sent home. I had to rest. I wasn't allowed to work out. wasn't really allowed to do anything. Um, as the nurse said to me, you need to function like a 90 year old. Um, and was on blood thinners for a good nine month period, um, until it healed. And the thing that they don't tell you is that your focus and your memory kind of goes out the window. (laughs) It's hard to read. It's hard to watch TV. It's hard to focus on anything. And during that time, I was also still experiencing, um, migraines, severe migraines, and I still had neck pain. So I had a lot of pain at the same time. And one of the things that I realized is that I could no longer remember my to-do list. I could no longer look at a to-do list and figure out how to get everything done. So the thing that I learned to do at that point, and I credit Shalene Johnson with this, was I learned how to plan out my week, plan out my days, and also take my goals and break them into pieces and to understand how to chunk out time during my day for the things that really mattered most. And why I'm telling you this story is one of the big things that people focus on and maybe you are a big thing that people struggle with and maybe you're one of these people is keeping your calendar and really getting better with keeping your calendar. It's very, very easy to have this mile long to-do list. And what I've seen more often than not is people have goals on their to-do list and can't figure out why they can't get stuff done. So it is so imperative that you get better with your calendar. We talked in one of in a previous episode about elevating your focus. And one of the key things to helping you to elevate your focus and focus on the things that you need to do is learning how to get better with your calendar. Just like I had to do back in 2011 when I no longer could remember my whole to-do list. I used to keep it in my head and I used to think it was great. I couldn't multitask, which now they say is bad for your brain. And I wanted to get out of corporate America. And because we had, I had my brick and mortar business. I had my store already that we started in 2009. And I wanted to go into that full time. And that was the biggest realization that I had during that whole period was I do. I was given a second chance at life, at my dreams, at my goals. And I wasn't going to let that go. I wasn't going to waste it. So I had to figure out how to get better with my calendar, how to really own those goals, break them into chunks, into pieces, and then work on them every single day, every single day. And that is how I got out of corporate. And this is exactly what you need to do 
as a business owner, as a CEO, as a leader to move your goals, your dreams, your business, everything forward. So how do you get better with your calendar? Well, number one, hey there. I know there is so much going on in the world and it's so easy to get caught up thinking you just need to get through this time and you just need to survive. There's rising costs and inflation, delays in getting products, struggles, hiring and retaining good people, trying to get that edge that allows sales to rise and customer loyalty to increase, figuring out how to stand out online in a sea of competition when you haven't even gotten your website completely done. But I'm here to tell you there's a better way to approach these things. There's a better way to approach this time that we're going through, a way that will lead to higher profits, more money in your pocket, and more time to do the things you love to do. And that's where I come in. I come in to help you fix what's broken, plug the holes so you can insulate your business from any impacts that might come your way. Over the past decade, I've helped many product-based business owners to turn their business around and increase their income and their profits 20%, 30%, and even up to 80%. Yes, I said that correctly and you heard that correctly. So what did they do? They stopped spending money on random marketing and software that doesn't work. They hired a high-impact, high-growth team to help them move the business forward so they didn't have to do everything themselves. They implemented processes to streamline work so they could do more with less, and they increased profitability by really and truly understanding their numbers. And most importantly, they started thinking like a CEO and not just a small business owner. And you can do this too. You really can. And I want to help you. You and me working one-to-one to get the results you've been working towards for years. Imagine going from six figures to seven figures to eight figures, even to nine figures. It's totally, totally possible. So apply to work with me in my exclusive Business Masters one-to-one program and let's do this. Spaces are limited. Unfortunately, there's only one me, but the results that you get are truly extraordinary. So you going to do it? Are you in? I look forward to seeing you on our next call. So how do you get better with your calendar? Well, number one is learning how to plan out your week, learning how to on a Sunday or a Monday, whenever you want to do it on a Saturday, I always do it on a Sunday, but looking at my week and planning it out, saying to myself, okay, what appointments do I have this week? What things do I know I need to get done this week? Okay. Blocking out time for what's important. And what I do prior to planning my week is I actually look at my list of things that I do in the beginning of the month to say, all right, these are my goals. I have these five goals that I want to achieve this month. How am I going to get there? So I take each one of those goals and I literally 
I list them out. So one is, you know, I have my book that is, you know, on my radar screen and I will literally list out every single thing I know, I know I need to do to make that goal happen. Okay. As it relates to getting my book done. And I do the same thing with every single goal and I literally list it out. Okay. And then when I'm planning my week, I look at my week and I say, okay, I know that I have these specific appointments. All right. I know I have a doctor's appointment or I know I have a dentist appointment or, you know, whatever. Okay. So I put those in. Then I look at my non-negotiable time that I am doing content creation or I am doing, you know, whatever. I look at that non-negotiable time and I start slotting in like, okay, during from 10 till 12 on a Monday, I know that is my content creation time. That is my time. I need to get my podcast done. I need to do this. I need to, you know, and I slot that time in. I also look at my goals and say, okay, I need to chunk out two hours or an hour, okay, or even 30 minutes to get these certain things done. And I just take them in priority order. What is going to start moving the needle on this particular goal? Okay, so I slot those in. Then I know when I do my client meetings. So again, those get planned, get placed into my schedule. I know I have specific time that I connect with people on social media, on email, you know, sending things out to um, potential clients or potential people I'm going to network with and collaborate with. So I chunk that off. All right. And then I look at my schedule and I see where I have white space. And that white space is so key. So many people don't plan white space into their calendar. And what is that white space? Well, that white space is for ideating. That white space is for visioneering. That white space is to say, wouldn't it be crazy cool if we did X, Y, Z? Wouldn't it be crazy cool? I mean, I, when I plug in white space, and I plug in white space a couple times a week, when I do that, that's how I came up with, I want to do a roundtable to discuss for small business owners to discuss the, you know, three biggest things that, you know, business owners are struggling with right now. And what, what are some, some things that you can do to start, you know, plugging the holes and plugging the gaps and, you know, some, some things that you can do to, you know, to, to build a, a stronger business, stronger foundation. So, but that's where whites, that's why white space is so key. It's that time that you can completely block out everything else and you can focus on ideating. Ideating and visioneering is what brings out innovation. It's what brings those ideas to life. And here's the thing. You can have white space by yourself, which is great, but you can also have white space with your team or key members of your team to say, wouldn't it be crazy cool if we did X? That is how we get out of, well, we're not ready for that now, or we can't do that now, or that's how we get rid of that, is we block out time to ideate. We block out time to think of the things that we really want to do and start to say, okay, what can we do now to make this ball roll? What can we do now to start pushing this boulder up a hill? And that's why white space is so, so, so important. Some people call it thinking time. I call it white space. 
because literally it is like having a blank canvas to say, wouldn't it be crazy cool if we did X? So getting better with your calendar. When I meet with people and they tell me, Teresa, I didn't get this done or I don't have enough time or I always say to them, you know what? I have the same amount of time as you do (laughs) and the same amount of days in a week and the same amount of, you know, hours in a day. So let me see your calendar. Let's see what you, what you did. Let's see how you planned it. And more times I count more times than not. I always get why didn't I don't have anything written in my calendar. Or when I look at their calendar, it's completely filled with random stuff that they don't really need to do. So let's roll back for a sec. So the first thing that you want to do in the beginning of the week is you want to take time to brain dump, to literally write out your goals, your things that you want to do this week, and literally brain dump. And then I always tell people, prioritize it. What do you want to start with? All right. You know, what is, what is going to move the needle first? And that's what you're going to put into your calendar first. Then I look at the week and I say, I start blocking off time. I start blocking off when I know I have client meetings. I start blocking off um, time that I know that when I have my team meeting, but I also block off time to focus on these goals, to focus on the things that we need to do to keep moving the business forward, to keep moving my goals forward. Then I also block off that white space time to say, when is going to be the ideating time? And that ideating time is a non-negotiable. My morning routine is a non-negotiable. I block off time for my morning routine as well. So when you start doing this, and if you did something that I, I suggested in a previous episode, your time audit to see what can you delegate, what can you automate, what can you get off your plate, what can you outsource, you know, what does that look like? That's how you can start to say, hmm, I actually have some free time in here that I can go for a run or that I could go get my nails done, go get a pedicure, go out for lunch with a friend, you know, whatever it might be. The calendar, when you get better with your calendar, then this is one thing I've learned is that's how you can start to set up healthy boundaries to say, these are the days when I'm doing X, Y, Z. These are the times when I'm doing X, Y, Z. And you have to hold yourself accountable and responsible to say, if someone wants to do something during those times, you make the decision whether, you know what, I don't have that time available, but I have this other time. Or you can say, you know what, I can actually squeeze that in. Let's have a, let's have a 15 minute conversation. But then that is your decision and you're not on everybody else's agenda, which leads to a lot of frustration. So when you start getting better with your calendar, you will start to see things start happening a lot faster than they probably are right now. And I know for myself, I feel a lot better at the end of the week because I feel like I focused on the right things and I feel accomplished. I feel like I got things done. And my favorite planner, I mean, I've used so many, but the one that I'm using right now that has a calendar in it, it has my weekly calendar, it has a monthly calendar, it has goal stuff in it, is the Unstoppable Entrepreneur um, uh, planner from Kelly Roach. I've used Michael Hyatt's. I've used, um, his full focus. I've used Shalene Johnson's the push planner. Um, I've used Danielle Laporte's. I mean, I've used so many different ones. Find one that works for you. And then, like I said, start plotting stuff out and start chunking your day down as far as 
the different categories of things that you want to get done and the different actual items that you want to get done. I also like to tell people that pick three priorities that you want to get done this week. Okay. To give you an example, when I look at my list and I look at everything that I've chunked down, I actually need to, I have a launch coming up for um, working with me one-to-one in my business master's program. Um, So I have that coming up and I need to finish laying out my launch plan so I can um, meet with my team about it. That's one of my priorities. I have to, I am potentially entering into a partnership um, with a client of mine. So I have to finish writing up that partnership document. And then the last one is, is that I have an event that I'm going to in July and I actually am going to be recorded telling my signature story and I need to make some adjustments to it and I need to get that over to the person who helps you write it um, and so that she can see my edits because I changed the beginning, okay? Those are my three priorities that I absolutely have to get done this week, all right? And then just so you know, and I have no problem sharing this with you. My morning routine is from seven till nine in the morning. I do not take meetings before then. Um, and then after that on Mondays, that's typically my CEO day. Um, however, I did make an exception today for a client of mine. So I'm actually doing a meeting with him today. But other than that, I have my day chunked down for content creation. I have my day chunked down for working on my book. And I have my day chunked down to get my story edits done. So tomorrow I do, I have my team meeting chunked. I have client meetings that I have chunked out. Um, I have my morning routine chunked out. Um, And then I also have some prep work to do for Wednesday. So Wednesday I have, Wednesday is a heavy day for me for client meetings. Um, So I have that. And I also actually have a training that I'm going to be conducting. So you can see how I chunk my day. All right. I always finish work at six o'clock. So my day goes from roughly nine or 10 until six. And I take lunch. I have white space in there. I have prep time in there. I have content creation time in there. I have connection time. So get better with your calendar. When you learn how to get better with your calendar, when you set some non-negotiable times to do the things that you need to do, when you plan out your, your week in advance and your day in advance, you are going to see, start seeing results that you couldn't do before. And here's the other thing. Again, I'm going to say it again. Intention rules the world. You are the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. You are the person that is going to architect your future for you, for your business, for your team. And then it's up to you to take responsibility and take ownership and hold yourself responsible to get these things done that you need to get done. And it doesn't mean jamming like on Fridays. Friday is my open day. I don't really work. I mean, I, I pick and choose the things that I'm going to do on Friday, but Friday is my day that I do a lot of white space. Friday is my day that a lot of times I will catch up on podcasts or I will catch up on things that I need to read or things that I'm learning. So Friday I keep open. So really my work week is it's, it's heavily Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm done at six, sometimes even five, depending on the day. And Monday is my CEO day and Friday is my white space day. 
that's my day. That's my week. So it is totally possible to do this, but you have to take ownership. You have to take responsibility to get these things done. And when you do, this is how you start taking radical responsibility in your business. And this is something that is so, so important for you to do right now because times are changing. Things are changing. People are changing. The economy is changing. The world is changing. And in order to continue to thrive and be successful, you need to have better focus. You need to make sure that you're focusing on the right things to continue to move your business forward. So I hope this helped you. And I hope that I would love to hear, you know, what part was most helpful for you um, with this episode. Like I said, it's totally possible to do this. I learned how to do it after a brain injury. So if I can do it, you can do it. And I know you can do it. People shy away from keeping a calendar. I don't know why when it comes to their business, because so many people do it in their personal life. You can do it in your personal life for your kids routine, for your routine, do it for your business. Your, your family, your future, your team will thank you for it. And you will thank yourself for it. So anyway, I would love to know what was most helpful for you in this episode. But until next time, let's all take care of each other a little bit more than we already do. And I will see you back here next week. Same place. Be well and take care. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.